Well, congratulations are in order for Whatcom County Dairy Farm, an award winner. Just this past week or so, RTJ Farm, the Chokers, out there west of town. When I say town, I mean Linden, because that's where I'm at. Dylan Honkoop with you here, by the way. This is the Farming Show on KGMI News Talk 790. I know, emanating from Bellingham, so, but yeah, I'm, I broadcast from Linden, so that's just the way I am. Anyway, west of town, RTJ Farm, when, uh, about a week ago, like I said, winning the Drayton Harbor uh, Watershed Partner Award from the Whatcom Conservation District and others out at the, I think it was the fourth annual Drayton Harbor Celebration event. I just feel like I have a lisp when I say that event name or celebration, uh, but that is the name that they've come up with to celebrate the reopening of, well, technically now more and more acres of Drayton Harbor to shellfish harvest thanks to improving water quality. So joining me right now from RTJ Farm, Sharon Choker, welcome to the program this morning. I appreciate it. How about those oysters? Did you get you guys had some of those oysters, didn't you? From Drayton Harbor yeah. Shellfish Company? Yes, we did. I had never had oysters before. Really? So it was my first experience. And they had a thank you to Steve Seymour, who hosted um, the celebration by yeah. his um, Drayton Harbor Shellfish uh, Oyster Company. Um, he provided an oyster stew and grilled oysters, a couple different options of different flavors. And um, actually, it was really good. And I, I didn't think I would like it, but um, it was really good. I thought the oysters were absolutely delicious out there. Some of the best I've ever had. That's always yeah. always an extra reason for me to go out to the celebration event there in Blaine. Uh, but you guys were there to receive an award. Talk about yes. this a little bit. I, I think you know most farms in Whatcom County are probably technically in the the Nooksack River watershed. But you guys aren't. True. You guys no. are in the, the Drayton Harbor watershed. And so you guys have been focused yes. on these Drayton Harbor issues for a long time. Explain the backstory here. How did this all get started? Um, well, uh, we get tested regularly, you know, the, uh, the streams and the ditches close to us. And I guess the shellfish fish beds had been closed for years. And so they just really started to focus on our area and how um, we could partner along with them. And um, also besides looking at dairy farms, looking at other, um, other possible issues that could be happening to make these shellfish beds uh, not being able to get opened. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think there's, you know, a bunch of septic system, you know, issues and different issues along the way. And so um, we are happy to partner along with them and do our part, you know, with um, what we can do as dairy farmers in the Drayton Harbor uh, area. Yeah. And I, I guess I would be remiss if I didn't mention there were quite a few other award winners just this year and each year they've had many awards. So a lot of people involved with this homeowners, yes. landowners, small yes. farms, big farms, the city of Blaine, yes. et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure I'm missing a whole bunch, uh, but talk about, you know, this, this is the farming show and, mm -hmm. and we talk about quite often, you know, the things that farmers are doing to protect the environment. What did it take for you guys to help out with this? What, what were some of the things that you were able to do? 
Yeah, well, we like to think that we've always tried to do a really good job with um, our farming practices. Um, so, but specifically, what we've done in the last couple of years, some programs that we've participated in. Um, one is the CREP project, and that's a conservation reserve enhancement program, and that's where we planted thousands of trees um, along streams and ditch banks um, to be a home for wildlife. And that covered 23 acres of our land. And um, we just keep that, keep those, those trees growing and it shades the streams. And that's been a big, a big part of the project. And then we participate in um, the CSP program, which is the Conservation Stewardship program mm. and that that one we leave um every year when we harvest corn we leave at least three acres of unharvested corn in the field for wildlife so we oh so that a, corn out there doesn't mean that it was just too wet and you guys got stuck and couldn't chop right, it it's there right, for a yeah. reason yeah we left it purposely and that's just for wildlife to live in and um hang out in and, and feed off of you know in the winter times um, so, um, and then part of that program is also not working certain grass fields before May 1 mm. for nesting birds so that they can, um, you know, nest and finish out their, their process or whatever before we come in mm -hmm. and mow or, or work it up. So, um, and then also, um, we built stream buffers on our grazing land by adding fences to to the grazing land to keep the animals a long ways away from any ditches for any you know danger of runoff um, we honor all the filter strips we we've done some roofing projects so that the gutter um, the gutters go into an underground line and then they're piped way away from any kind of ditch or they have to go through a great big filter strip just so that anything that's entering a stream or a creek or a ditch um, is always clean water. You think about that, that's not even uh, your animal's uh, no, nutrients no. or waste. That's just birds probably mostly poop, yep. pooping on the roof of your it, barns. Yep, yep exactly, exactly. But, but how many homes and buildings and any other impervious surfaces out there have birds flying over pooping on them? Um, yep. And so, you know, that's something that really a lot of different folks could do is, you know, make sure that that water that comes off the roof, it doesn't just go straight down into a ditch or a pond or something where it's going yep. to cause pollution. Yep, absolutely. Again, we're talking with Sharon Choker right now here on The Farming Show on KGMI. I'm Dylan Honkoop, and um, congratulating Sharon and her husband and her whole family. They are RTJ Farm out west of, of well, technically you guys are Custer, right? Yes, our address is Custer. Say, Custer. Yep. Um, they, they were the winner of the, the Drayton Harbor Watershed steward or watershed part i can't remember the specific name of it now i'm blanking off the top of my yeah, head yeah they called that. it a they called it a stewardship award so i should have had that piece of paper in front of me <laughs> i guess but uh congratulations to you guys on on this too i, I thank you, you you mentioned the bird nesting thing i think a lot of people don't know but i just heard a little bit about that i know that farmers do things um that you know for wildlife and for for birds mm-hmm mm -hmm. I wasn't sure specifically how how does that work? Basically, you leave a piece of land untilled for a certain amount of time for those birds that nest in the winter time. Basically, 
Yeah, we just had to sign an agreement that there was, I think it's like a 20-acre field we have that um, we agreed to not touch it before May 1 um, so that whatever birds uh, that would be nesting in, in the long grass as it grew up um, in the spring um, could finish out. I don't actually know what, you know, finish out laying their eggs right. or what they do, but that's that's kind of the deadline they gave us to not not touch that piece, um, whether it be applicating, you know, manure or uh, mowing it or disking it or, you know, whatever, um, to mm. not touch that piece of ground before May 1. So that's well, well, I know um, the farming, part of that program. Yeah, I know for the farming community has been credited with the, the renewal of, several different species of birds and providing mm -hmm. um, dedicated habitat area like that. And, who, and who's that with? Is it like uh, Department of Fish and Wildlife that helps or, or manages or yeah. you know, the, the agreement is with? I guess I should get in I think touch with Joel over there. Yeah, I think it is with the Conservation District okay. from what I understand. So, And I know they work closely with WDFW anyway, so it's probably mm -hmm. all of the above. Mm -hmm. um, talk about, you also mentioned the CREP program. We've talked about mm -hmm. it many times on the show. You know, I've talked with the folks at the Conservation District about it as well. Mm -hmm. What's that been like for you guys participating in that? It, 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 you know, I see over 20 acres that you guys have planted into trees that way. Riparian cover, yes. as they say, which is trees along streams, essentially. Um, was that land that you, you know lost essentially to production or was it land that wasn't usable what was it like do doing all that yeah actually that crep project worked out really great for us because it was land that was kind of leading down into a creek and so it wasn't something that we could um, really get a tractor on or anything so it wasn't any acreage that we lost but it really just protects the stream shades it they planted it a really great job of um, planting the right kinds of trees and they're all native you know to this area and um, they have a, a whole mixture of different kinds of trees of cedar fir um, ones that lose their leaves you know a whole mm -hmm. bunch of different kinds and then they come in and they maintain that project for I can't remember it's like three or three years or so and they make sure those trees get off to a really good start um, and they come in and they um, a weedy around them and uh so that they're often growing and don't get buried in, in weeds or yeah. grass that would come up. And um, it's really made a really nice area for um, our creek area. And we have quite a large field, about 80 acres, where that creek kind of meanders alongside of. So it's really made a nice project for them and, and for us. Well, I know between your efforts and like you said, you guys have been working on this for a long time before, yes. before I guess, even the community really came together the way it has on Drayton Harbor. But, you know, you've continued to do stuff. More and more people in that watershed have done stuff. And I know they're really pumped as they have hundreds more acres now open to shellfish harvest and that water quality continues to improve uh, yes. in, in Drayton Harbor Again, talking with Sharon Choker right now of RTJ Farm. Um, Sharon, explain for people who don't know, what's the history of your farm? It's, you guys are a few generations into this. When did this all start? What's the family background? Yeah, well, we are third generation uh, dairy farmers on this place. And Rod's dad, uh, Rod's, actually Rod, my husband Rod, his grandpa started this farm. And actually it was started before... Um, 
he bought it. So he didn't start it from scratch, but he bought this farm. So Rod's grandpa farmed here. Rod's dad is farmed here. And now Rod and I farm here. And so Rod's basically lived in this house his whole entire life. (laughs) And now our uh, daughters uh, come alongside us and they, they work for us and, um, and help us with uh, so much of the farm work. So they're the fourth generation uh, coming up alongside us. And uh, we were, uh, we bought half of the farm in 1990 when we partnered with um, Rod's parents. Yeah. And then we uh, bought the other half in 2000. So, um, yeah, we've been at this for a little while already. That can be a tricky thing, that whole family succession thing, which is too bad because that you have to go through that to keep yes. a farm multi-generational. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the 10 years that we were partners with um, Rod's folks, it went really good. We had a really great partner. And so um, the way they set it up, it just uh, flowed very nicely for us to to take over. And and his dad still comes and helps us a lot. We ask his advice a lot. So it's um, he doesn't own it anymore, but we feel like he's still a big part of it. What about your girls? Oh, yeah. They they want to keep on doing this? Oh, Ashton would love to. She's she's the, supposed to be the spokesman for RTJ Farm here, but she was <laughs> she's allergic to shellfish, so she didn't want to go to the oh, celebrations. I see. <laughs> well, we we but, had her on the show this fall talking about corn harvest. So oh yeah yeah. So she's uh she's she's really into it, and uh, she's our herdsman, so she's here every day. And but all of our all we have four daughters, and all of them um, help out one way or another. Our youngest daughter. Um, she's here every day as well, feeding calves morning and afternoon and jumping on a tractor whenever um, she has her own business. And so whenever that allows, she takes the time to hop on a tractor. And so the support of our kids is just um, very key to us and not just physically, but emotionally because farming's farming's not always easy. And um, the support we get from our family is, is huge for us. And we're talking with uh, one of the owners of RTJ Farm, Sharon Choker. She and her husband own the operation out there. What's the division of uh, labor? I mean, we hear what your daughters do. What's the division mm-hmm. of labor between you and uh, what your daughters call the rod father? Because I know that you, <laughs> you have you have your realm of of uh, authority there on the farm too. You're kind of you oversee the. If I recall, when I was out there visiting you, you kind of oversee uh-huh. the calf operation too. Yeah, so I'm in charge of the calves, the babies, and um, we have about a uh, like 150 to 200 um, under eight months old that I take care of along with our youngest daughter Alexa. We're the calf feeders, and um, Rod. Um, Rod does all the the equipment and the maintenance on the farm. And, you know, we do all our own harvesting and planting and dirt work and manure application. So Rod's in charge of all that equipment and the book work. And, um, and like he's on the, um, the Drayton Harder, Harbor um, WID board. So yeah. that's a watershed improvement district. So he goes to meetings to, um, help help with this whole um watershed area and so he does that as well and um we have four um guys that are not family workers actually kind of four and a half employees that are uh, not family members and so um that's key to have a, a good workforce as well so and you guys milk about what over 400 head? yeah it's al- almost 500 hmm. 
Okay. Well, a true family farm, and folks, this is how it works. Mom, dad, <laughs> well, grandpa, grandpas and grandmas, the kids, yep. probably, yep. you know, your grandkids now are starting to learn a few chores here and there, and it, it oh, keeps, yeah. keeps on. It's a thing of beauty, and congrats again to you guys on that award and just everything you do out there at RTJ. Um, and you know, I know it's hard to catch you guys even to do an interview because <laughs> at dairy farm, there's work all year long. Are, are yeah. you going to be able to at least have a few hours of downtime here and there to celebrate the holidays here? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, with, uh, <laughs> with us not having to harvest and, or plant or apply manure or any of that extra stuff, uh, winters are, and as long as the weather stays fairly mild, winters are pretty, um, a lot more slowed down than in the in the spring, summer, and fall. So, um, and like I said, we have a really great uh, workforce. Our employees are really great. So we kind of take turns. We let them have um, some time off around Christmas, and then they let us have some time off around Christmas. So it it works really good. That's awesome. Well, I remember when I was a kid. You know, we didn't ever open presents that early in the evening when we go over to Grandpa and Grandma's because Grandpa had to finish milking first. Yes, yes. Well, right? I do have to finish calves before we have our Christmas. <laughs> party but that's okay <laughs> uh, the holidays on a family farm sharon yeah. joker yeah. rtj farm thanks for your time and, and again thanks for what you guys do out there okay thank you so much